You got the chill. The chill. The chill. The chill. Everybody's ego takes a shot on this show. This is Rutledge and Hamilton with Jim Rutledge and Matt Hamilton. People like me. That's some booty, Jim. Presented by Coors Light on 100.5 ESPN. Everyone is so mean to me. I am Jim Rutledge. You never go full Rutledge. <laughs> There is not a lot of things more satisfying than watching a bush. Adult film stars, Matt Hamilton. If you're doing it, we're going all in. Does this mean we're official, Matt Hamilton? (laughs) We're officially from four to six. Broadcasting live from the Everlight Solar Studio with Matt Hamilton, here's Jim Rutledge. We continue to ask you... What do you normally do at 11 o'clock on a Thursday? Because Matt Hamilton's typical Thursday at 11 o'clock is him swiffering, calling it curling practice. (laughs) Uh, Maybe sipping on a Coors Light and listening to some vinyl. Whatever his vinyl of choice is that day. So we're asking you, 844-770-3776, what are you normally doing at 11 o'clock? So am I going to tell people what I'm listening to or they don't care? You tell him again. The Sam Cohen album. No, you never heard of it. Sounds kind of Bob Dylan-y mixed with like the but doors. But that's not what you said you were listening to. You said you yeah. were listening to... F- Sam Cohen, the the future's ringing in my ears is the name of the album. Oh, okay. And that's what I sent you guys. Gotcha. Gotcha. So the album is called The Future's Ringing in My Ears and you are going to love it if you like Bob Dylan and the doors. Alrighty. So I've not gotten around <laughs> to it. I've not had a chance to fire up the vinyl and listen to it. Here's the thing. There's too many albums that just have like one or two good songs aside. It's really nice and refreshing when you can find a vinyl that is good all the way through. So you can just play it. He's he's Olympic gold medalist Matt Hamilton, if you're wondering why he does not have a day job. (laughs) Hipster nerd. He won a a, hipster nerd, bougie, annoying guy who doesn't like live music but loves Uh, Hold on. My last trip to Minnesota, I went to a live show and... I might be coming around. All right. Well, good, because you can't be vinyl guy and not like live music guy. I just I, don't think those work. <laughs> does it Does it help that I like? I had my like fresh home-roasted coffee this morning while I was listening to that vinyl? <clears throat> this, like, I roasted it that, yes, this morning and then brewed no, it. No, Matt, I'm, I'm just saying, <laughs> it sounds great. Is that hipster? Uh, is that hipster? <laughs> Excuse me? It's also, again, and I've said this before, and it's no offense to people who don't have kids, but that's someone that doesn't have children. No, for sure. Yeah, yeah. I mean, his true. day. His day is the day I of mean, a, I'm the child. A, just, as long time. as I can take care of myself, my wife's happy. I, do you think if we ask your wife, Jen, do you take care of yourself, what percentage of yourself do you think she says you take care of? 70? 75? Well, or 65. 65. 60, 65. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> 844-770-3776. This is Rutledge and Hamilton presented by Coors Light. If the monster blue, you know what to do. And that's Crush, a Coors Light We're at live. 11 on a Thursday. <laughs> live from the Everlight Solar Studio, primetime Wollersheim behind the glass. We have Jake and Edgerton chiming in. He normally on a Thursday at 11 a.m. was listening to a podcast on the Roman Empire. Good call back there. <laughs> uh, Jake and Swish. Edgerton. Swish. I love that. Uh, Jordan the Madison chiming in. I'm probably putting in a quote-unquote new engine in a car. I'd rather be with Matt uh, and drinking some cold Coors. Yeah, see, that's what I'm talking about. Eastside Derek chimes in. <clears throat> he's on cup number uh, cup number two of his coffee, uh, and he's listening to some Florence, Portugal the Man. Florence Sia. the Machine, Portugal the Man, Sia. Uh, on his way, uh, helping get him through the day. Uh, Portugal the Man, 10 out of 10 pick there. Love that. 
You two guys can hang out. Right. That sounds like we could. I, I dig that music choice. Like, I'm, like, proud of myself that I grind the beans and I buy coffee, like, wherever. So my thing now is, like, when I went up north, literally every time we went into, I was like, I want to see if they have their own. So if there's a coffee place in town. Like a local? Yes. Yeah. I will find their coffee. And I, I came home with, like, five or six bags of coffee. Okay. And my wife's like, I guess this is your thing now. And I'm like, yeah, this is my thing. <laughs> I'm gonna be a coffee guy now. I guess it's what I coffee's and coffee and shoes. I mean, I like beer and I like to drink beer, but I'm not like a big beer yeah. aficionado. I just enjoy Stick it. To the Same light. with bourbon. I mean, I love some certain uh, local Ugh. bourbons and whiskeys, but I, I don't. I don't have the expertise in it. I enjoy it and I love right. hearing about it. But like coffee, I actually feel like I can taste it. I, I like it. I know what's going on with it. And eight four four seven seven zero thirty seven seventy six. You can chime in with what you were doing uh, at eleven o'clock in the uh, East Side, Derek. I like that coffee, but no free advertising, so we're not going to give out the the name of the coffee that uh, he, he shared. But it is a good coffee. I'll, t- I'll give you that. Daniel Sloth chimes in. I'm actually a little jealous, a little jealous of Matt's life. <laughs> I mean, here's what he has to say: No kids, has money, golf's three days a week. Works three days a week at most. <laughs> yeah, fair. No wonder he wears a fanny pack and ridiculous shirts all the time. Uh, why wouldn't you when you're just so happy all the time? <laughs> he has a hat on today, folks. And you can see it at Jim and Matt on Twitter. <laughs> on, I don't know if we're back on YouTube yet, but at some point we're back on YouTube. Twitter. Still Twitter. It's on Twitter still. And maybe Facebook Live. His hat's a silly goose. <laughs> I mean... It's a fun hat. That is a hat that a toddler wears. I will tell you that 100%. <laughs> <laughs> the might as well be like this, what, a spinning wheel on the top of it? Oh, dude. That kids would wear to the carnival. Propeller? propeller, there yeah, you go. Yeah, I would wear spinning one. Wheel. Spinning wheel. <laughs> uh, Tim and Oregon likes our running Roman uh, stuff jokes. So, yeah, well, you know what, folks? The, what are we calling I, it? I'm not even joking. I literally watched that video about the Romans yesterday. <laughs> it's a fascinating dynasty. Oh. It was. The dynasty is not over. Sorry, that was Phyllis from Mulga, Alabama chiming in. Yeah. Um, What are we calling our audience here? The crew. Crew? Rutledge and Hamilton crew. All right. So the Rutledge and Hamilton crew, 844-770-3776. You got a better idea, right? No. And it's no respect. We definitely would consider you family, but the scowls on brush. That's their thing. So we can't do that. So we're going to go with crew. And so chime in. We will keep this Roman Empire gag going for as long as someone chimes in every day and keeps the gag going. I mean, so if I you're might. new to the show, <laughs> no, not the host, but if you're new to the show, you can listen back to Wisconsin, the man, Apple, Spotify, any of those great places. And that's brought to you by our good friends at Revive Restoration. RevivePros.com is the website if you have damage to your home or your business. But if you're new to the show, yesterday we saw a social media trend where women were asking their significant others, how often do you think of the Roman Empire? And Matt Hamilton honestly answered a couple times a day. I never listen. A listened. couple times a week. A couple times a week. Alex G., one of our producers of the show, once in a while chimed in. And he still listens about or thinks about it like once a week. Ryan, what was your I, I think about it probably like once every couple months. But when I do think about it, think about it for probably six hours at a time. Yeah, so we took all your calls <laughs> on that yesterday. So we will keep that gag running for as long as you, the Rutledge and Hamilton crew, keep it going. 844-770-3776. Also, our first Iron Jock poll question. Is Aaron Jones the most important offensive player for the Packers' success this year? 80% of you say, yes, he is. Uh, Jake and Edgerton chimes in. Roman Empire callback every day. Challenge accepted. All right, well... <laughs> The dynasty is not over. There you the dynasty go. lives on. So first time, it. first time it happens, you will fire that and we'll yes. continue to the next day. Uh, we have a busy show. We have Throwing Stones coming up in a minute. We have Mark Tauscher coming up a little bit later. And we're going to have Crosstalk 
with Tarek Sala, Derek Engler, and Alex Strofe. Uh, with the Great Dane Huddle. They are live at the Great Dane in Fitchburg, so we'll have that happening a little bit later as well. Uh, and Matt, you look good, but you stink because you're not wearing Iron Jock today. <laughs> That's right. I do stink today because I don't have Iron Jock and that state-of-the-art silver ion technology that's guaranteed to keep you feeling fresh and provide odor-fighting protection for as long as you own the garment. The secret unsung hero of Iron Jock is their socks. I'm telling you, they are so good. You can go out, you can play golf in them, you can go to the gym, maybe you're done curling for the afternoon and you got a stinky curling bag, you're stinky right. I'm gym guessing you're socks. rocking the socks today. Are you, oh, yes. Always rocking these socks because I, I kid you not, they are the unsung hero because that is the garment that you definitely don't want to sink. But from their shirts to their overcoats to shorts, they've got all sorts of things that will keep you feeling fresh and uh keeping the apparel fresh as long as you own that garment. And you can visit ironjock.com. That's ironjoc.com to get your Iron Jock apparel, and you can use the code? 25% off outerwear by using the code OUTER25. That's outerwear includes jackets, pants, quarter zips, vests, men's, and women's hoodies. That is good until September 17th, so hurry to ironjock.com. That's ironjoc.com. We are going to throw some stones next you're listening to Rutledge and Hamilton, presented by Coors Light. The mountains are blue, and we can prove it. Follow the show on Twitter at Jim and Matt. I keep my hands on myself. Derek, this one's for you. Thanks, Ryan Wollersheim. I got you. Rutledge and Hamilton, presented by Coors Light. He's Matt Hamilton. I'm Jim Rutledge. Primetime Wollersheim with us live from the Everlight Solar Studio. Get into the show, 844-770-3776. We had uh, Daniel Sloth chime in that we should call it the Rutledge and Hamilton Army. Or Empire. (laughs) (laughs) The dynasty is not over JJ and Poinette chimes in Check out the YouTube channel Crash Course If you want some great content on Rome Oh yeah with John Greenberg Watch that all the time in high school It's incredible I love that Yes, That that was literally what they showed us 844-770-3776 What were you doing in high school Instead of watching some weirdo On YouTube talk about the Empire of Rome. 844-770-3776. Let's throw some stones. The guys think they have the answers to everything. I'm the best there is. People like me. So it's time to put them to the test. That's some booty, Jim. You know, that's just like uh, your opinion, man. This is Throwing Stones, presented by Metro Kia of Madison, Madison's trusted Kia dealership. All right, guys, it's time to throw some stones here on Rutledge and Hamilton. And sticks and stones may break my bones, but words, boy, do they confuse me. I got plenty of questions from around the sports world, and it makes me wonder, what would Jim and Matt say? So I bring those questions to the guys, give them each a chance to answer, and at the end, I decide whose answers made the most sense, and I crown today's winner of 
throwing stones. So, first one I got for you guys is that obviously everyone in the world is paying attention to Deion Sanders at Colorado right now, including their in-state rival, Colorado State. Now, Colorado plays Colorado State this weekend, and Deion Sanders has been known for his braggadocious, loud personality, obviously. He's been saying a lot of things, running his mouth, and he has a trademark look as the new head coach at Colorado. A hoodie, sunglasses, and a ball cap, sort of like a flat brim look. So, Colorado State head coach Jay Norvell was speaking to the media at his, like, I don't know, weekly press conference with, like, some fans, essentially. And he was asked, you know, what's he think about Deion Sanders' look? And here's what he had to say. And I sat down with ESPN today, and I don't care if they hear it in Boulder. I told them I took my hat off, and I took my glasses off. And I said, when I talk to grown-ups, I take my hat and my glasses off. That's what my mother taught me. So, nice. So, I ask you guys, Matt, I'll start with you. Do you think Jay Norvell's biting off a little more than he can chew when he comes out to calling calling out Dion the week that his team plays him? Or is this just like some good old-fashioned in-state robbery? Go ahead. I mean, he's definitely trying to add a little bit more juice than there is because he knows his team is going to get the floor wiped. They're going to be like that floor when I was Swiffering at 11 o'clock listening to albums (laughs) today. They are just going to be wiped the floor with... uh, you know, he, he raises a good point. I am on the curling ice. There's something I've been doing, and that's when I shake the opponent's hand before and after the game, I've been taking my hat off as well. Now, Dion, he can do whatever the heck he wants. He's earned it. That's why he's Dion Sanders. If, if, if he's not treating you with respect, it's probably because he doesn't respect you, and I think it's fair. You have to earn respect with people. You don't, you're not just given respect, and Dion Sanders is not one of the people that is just going to hand it out willy-nilly. Yeah, I'm f- I'm fine with Dion not doing it. Jay Norvell, Madison native. Oh, really? You did not know that? Not at all. Nope. Uh, he was at Wisconsin as a coach, O-line, wide receiver, tight end, 89 to 94. Was he a stick in the mud then, too? Played his... <laughs> Play this. I don't know. Uh, played his college ball at Iowa. Played for the Broncos and the Bears in college. Ooh. And was the head coach at Nevada before Colorado State. But yeah, sorry, man. You just guaranteed twenty more points put on your uh, on your team. Yeah, if that quarterback was getting sat in the third quarter, he's getting sat late in the fourth now because of that comment. Also, hold on a second here. I'm gonna look up. Oh. How old is Dar- How old is Deion Sanders? Deion? Ooh, he's got to be fifty-ish, right? I mean, he's played in the eighties, right? It's well, shoot, that's forty years ago now. He's wow. fifty-six, so he's actually that's crazy. Jay Norvell comes across as he's 75 years old. He's 60. Deion Sanders, 56. One guy is coaching at Colorado and having historic success, and one guy had historic success at a historically black school as well, and that's Deion Sanders, who does not act and talk and carry himself like he's 75 years old. He carries himself in a way that those kids want to be around it, and Deion Sanders is out there changing the way football is being played and football is being recruited. So prime time can do whatever he damn well pleases. Do you believe? I agree. Primetime can do whatever he wants. But there is another big game this weekend. Apparently the San Francisco 49ers, not sure if you guys realize this, taking on the LA Rams, another big in-state rivalry in the state of California. And it's actually the first time that the number one overall pick will be taking on Mr. Irrelevant as a quarterback in a game in NFL history. That's because Matt Stafford playing for the Rams, Brock Purdy for the 49ers. So I ask you guys, who do you think will be the better quarterback in this matchup, Brock Purdy or you taking former number one pick, former Lion, Matt Stafford? Jim, start with you. Man, that's so tough because Stafford 
could end up being the better quarterback, but I don't think you'll have the line and the weapons that Purdy will have, if, if that makes sense. Like Stafford could have a better game, but not have the same sort of numbers out there because he's going to be one arm tied behind his back because he doesn't have the the game planning and the offensive line and the playmakers of Purdy. His best so, receiver is Puka Nakua right, right now. So, bless you. So, like, when <laughs> you go with, with this case, Brock Purdy, I'm going with Brock Purdy because he's got all the weapons and all the tools to succeed. So, he'll have a better game, but he's also set up to for success way more than Stafford is. Matt? You know, I'm kind of, I'm kind of with Jim here, but just to be... Just to be contrarian, I think uh, Matt Stafford's going to have a better game. Okay. The guy's been around the league longer. There's a reason he was the number one pick. Mr. Irrelevant, you you were that close to being undrafted and walking onto a team. So let's not get ahead of our skis here. And Stafford's the better quarterback. He's going to have a better game. All right, my final in-state rivalry question. The Wisconsin Badgers volleyball team <coughs> beat Marquette in 3-1 to one sets last night at Pfizer Forum. And at the game, they actually set the NCAA indoor regular season attendance record with 17,037. Now, Nebraska obviously set that record of most people attending a women's sporting event at their outdoor football stadium in Lincoln. But I ask you guys, do we care about outdoor attendance records or just indoor ones? Matt, I'll start with you. We're not going to care about outdoor attendance records until we try for one. Here's the thing. You don't care about it until you throw your hat in the ring. And once our hat in the ring is in the ring, you better believe that this Wisconsin Badgers volleyball team is going to draw a bigger crowd than Nebraska does. There's a reason we're number one in the country. It's because we're the best at the game and people want to watch the best compete. Let's go, Badgers. Yeah, nobody cares about Nebraska. Does it even (laughs) count if it's done in a cornfield? Uh, No, obviously, Wisconsin, what they did is way more impressive. Because they filled Pfizer Forum in Milwaukee. It's not even close to where they play. Go Badgers and go uh, shuck the Cornhuskers. Oh, shuck them? Shuck them. Trying to say shuck them? I mean, Colorado already shucked Matt Rule in Nebraska, but you know what, Jim? I'm going to say you shuck today's minute to win it. You got this one. Something good or bad. (laughs) You shucked it? Yeah. Thanks. You better get ready to send that one into the, uh, the, that one is a little close. Send it into, for a review? <laughs> we, we need the refs to need an instant replay? Send it to the NFL or what are we doing? No. <laughs> to uh, the FCC is the what FCC, you're saying. The FCC, I think. I think Ryan Look, told the line a little bit there. <laughs> I can shuck as much as I want on this, state, on this, on these airwaves, Matt Hamilton. Hey, shuck up. I want to tell you about Canopy Wealth Management. Balanced approach and how it helps you guide through a complex and ever-changing landscape, creating a personalized uh, experience just for you throughout your family's financial planning journey. They will serve as a partner, advocate, and steward in all aspects and offer their expertise to help you achieve your goals with confidence. When you work with Canopy, care, competence, and clarity isn't just a tagline, it's a promise. Go to canopy-wealth.com to get started on your financial journey today. That's canopy-wealth.com. Dot com. This is Rutledge and Hamilton, presented by Coors Light. You're listening to Rutledge and Hamilton, presented by Coors Light. Miss any of the show? Find full show podcasts free on Wisconsin On Demand and wherever you get your podcasts. We're taking a step up, Matt Hamilton. We are now drive time. We're still presented by Coors Light. And now we are joined by a fellow Coors Light 
enthusiast? Fan. Enthusiast. But he, I now, Mark, you can correct us. I don't know. We know what you're doing at 11 o'clock on a Thursday. You're doing Wilde and Tausch. Matt Hamilton is cracking a Coors Light, cleaning his house, and listening to vinyl at 11 o'clock on a Thursday. But Matt also likes to maybe partake in a Coors Light during the show. I'm guessing that's a little early for you to, to crack a Coors Light during Wilde and Tausch. It is a little bit early, uh, but maybe tomorrow. It's, uh, we're going to be out at the Greater Bucky Open out at uh, Blackhawk Country Club tomorrow. So maybe I'll, you know, Get one. I don't know what. I have to check with um, Jesse. How is Jesse Nelson calling me to get on your guys' show now? Too? Is he producing your show now too? <laughs> Apparently, our producer has a our child producer. bladder. For, and second I of all, literally, he is. I literally freaked out when it was <laughs> Jesse Nelson here from Rutledge and Hamilton. I know. Oh my God, what are we doing here? Are you, you shocked he worked this late? I don't know what he's doing here. I feel like someone's yeah, in trouble. Actually, that was the biggest surprise because normally he's done with our show and he heads home for the day. So that's, I'm a little <laughs> surprised that he's still here so long. He's just all excited for that prep mania game tonight between Middleton and Madison East. He couldn't he couldn't help but stick around today. No, uh, Middleton wins that big. Middleton's gonna that's gonna be a big win for Middleton, isn't Ooh. it? Throwing that on prize picks. Early prediction. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Wolfsheim's he he's been a great first hour. Guy, but his second hour has been a little bit sus, and I, I wasn't surprised he had to run out and use the restroom and need someone else to cover his shift at the behind the the, the glass. Uh, Tausch, our Iron Jock poll question for the day is: Is Aaron Jones the most important player on the Packers' offense? Um, I'm just going to let you take that from there. Yeah, that's a good question. Um, I think that you could make a really good argument for that. Um, I would have said, obviously, Jordan Love is always going to be the right answer because he he needs to play like he did last week. And but Aaron Jones makes his life a lot easier, and we saw that when you know, he is in the game, offense moved the ball pretty well. And then when he wasn't, uh, the running game wasn't as good, and it just things were harder. But Aaron Jones is the catalyst, I would say, that is going to, if this team is going to be a playoff team and they're going to be an offense that's going to be efficient, Aaron Jones is the engine. He's He runs it. He catches it. He obviously showcased both of those skills. And I'm going to be curious, if he does not play, how different is are things going to look? Is it going to just be, no, we're going to stick with A.J. Dillon. We'll, we'll see what else we have, if it's going to be Taylor or who it's going to be. And is that going to be as effective? So I, you can make a really good case. I would have said Christian Watson was going to be at the top, and then he doesn't play last week, and it's, oh, not, not that big a deal. I do think he still is going to add another uh, layer to this offense that we don't see right now. But I think you make a really good case, and I would vote yes uh, on your poll question. So I have this theory, Mark, that the Packers sure seem like they're trying to build uh, the 49ers in the NFC North. I mean, they have Aaron Jones as their McCaffrey right now. They try to get Jonathan Taylor. They have Musgrave maybe to be their Kittle. And Jordan Love could be their Brock Purdy. Good offensive line. Amazing defense. Obviously, the defense has a long way to go to get to the 49ers. But do you see, do you see maybe that there are some... 49ers-type team-building fingerprints on this roster the way that Goody's building it without Aaron Rodgers? I mean, if you could uh, pick another roster builder uh, outside of quarterback, you look at what Kyle Shannon and John Lynch have done out uh, San Fran, you'd say, heck yeah, sign me up mm-hmm. with that defense. And I have one of the big changes Green Bay made, and it really was a couple of years ago, was it always felt like, oh, middle linebacker, we just want to have somebody that can collect a bunch of tackles. 
you never really saw someone that was an impact player. And then Devontae Campbell, I think you kind of fell into it, has an impact year. He's an all-pro two years ago. Unfortunately, last year he had some injuries and some other things. So San Fran went with Varner, and you know they have Bosa. They are basically saying we're going to be big, strong, physical up front, and we're going to make things incredibly difficult. So I, I could say you always the NFL is a total copycat deal. You see teams that start having success, and especially teams that will beat you in the postseason, which San Fran unfortunately has done a bunch. You start looking at why are they doing it? How are they doing it? So I think Goody has always done. He's always known, and Ted Thompson was, you know, the guy that he looked at. Big guys up front that can move. That is always there. These are the guys we really need to focus on. And then you figure you can find enough skill guys. But with what Shanahan has done, running the football and having wide receivers that block and a multi-dimensional and a tight end that you can do it, I would say if Goody is on that track, I think Packer fans should be pretty excited. Yeah. I definitely agree with that. Um, now, kind of to flip it with that Aaron Jones conversation, who would you say is – so obviously you said Jordan Love is the right answer. So let's say maybe X-Factor. That Aaron Jones undoubtedly is the biggest X-Factor on the Packers offense. Who would you say the biggest X-Factor on the Packers defense would be? Oh, that's a good question. Uh, you, you know, you, you always look at it from here's what I expect. I expect Jair Alexander to be really good, top one of the top corners in the league. I expect Kenny Clark to be a difference maker inside. I, I think Rashawn Gary is your X factor. I, if you look at what the defense was prior to his injury, the pass rush win rate and quarterback pressures and sacks and everything else, it was better. Rashawn Gary can make this, if he is that elite Bosa, uh, either Bosa, uh, you know, Khalil Mack type that is an impact player and forces teams to account for him and slide protections, and then that gives Van Ness and Preston Smith, other guys always one-on-one blocking. That's that X factor that can make a defense be, you know, middle of the pack, which Green Bay has been, to going into that San Francisco 49ers top five, top ten uh, ranked defense. If he can stay healthy and he's – as effective as he was in, I think, 15 snaps last week, he looks like he's ready to roll. I think he will determine uh, what this defense looks like at the end of the year. If he's able to stay healthy and play at that high level, I think you're going to see a good uptick in what Joe Barry's defense looks like. Talking with uh, Packer Hall of Famer Mark Tauscher, also on the Badger broadcast, and with uh, LePay and Tauscher, what can the Badgers do so they play better to start the game? Because they look really good after halftime, but starting the game, they, they've kind of looked flat, at least from the outside looking in. Maybe more coffee. <laughs> uh, you know, I, I think last week, you know, the, the big thing, and it's riding energy and it's riding emotion. And I thought that first game, you know, the first time out against Buffalo, even, you know, I know it ended up being a 21 point win, but they're, they're just, it was a little bit. I think what's happening, and talking to Coach Fickle a little bit about this, I think there's the, when you're a football player or you're an athlete, you want to just go out and play. You don't want to be thinking about a lot of stuff. And we have to remember, 15 spring practices and training camp, that's all great. But you're learning a whole new system. And this, from an offensive line standpoint, a D-line, everything is different. What you're being asked to do, the scheme, so guys aren't, I don't think that there's a comfort level of being able to just let it fly and to let it go. 
you want that to be the case. You want to simplify the game plan because that's always – you'd much rather have somebody going full speed, and even if it's maybe a little bit off, just go. And I think there's too much kind of thinking right now. Where do I have to go? What happens here? What? And just from my own perspective, it's always better if it's like, all right, I know where I'm going. I might not block it the exact way it's supposed to, but at least I know this is my job. Why am I doing it? And that's where I think guys are trying to figure it out. So I think as games are going, you're getting more comfortable. And I would hope now that we're in week three that guys are going to be a little bit more comfortable and hopefully we'll see better results. Now, Mark, I want to ask you kind of a, a non-sports question here. We, we asked this yesterday, and apparently it's like this social media trend that uh, apparently women have been asking men in their lives how often do they think about the Roman Empire. So we asked our audience yesterday uh, how often they think about the Roman Empire, and we got a surprising amount of responses of, you know, at least weekly, sometimes daily. Uh, Mark, how often do you think of the Roman Empire? Oh. Uh... Where did this come from? It started as some sort of trend, and then I don't know if it's real or not, but many men okay. and people chiming in were saying, yeah, I think of the Roman Empire. It is real. A couple, Matt Hamilton, how often do you think of the Roman Empire? At least twice a week. Minimum. Yeah, I, I have to admit, <laughs> I love history. I love going and seeing uh, you know, all this architecture and all this great stuff, the, the history of everything that goes on over in Europe. I'm fascinated by it. And I'm going to admit to you, I never think of the Roman Empire, ever. See, and I, I'm also wondering the ratio of people with children as opposed to people without children. I don't have, to, I don't have extra time to be just <laughs> thinking about the, Romans. the Roman Empire here. And I, I don't know how yeah. much that is in there, but it's got to be something. Yeah, I'd be fascinated who started that and why that's the case. If they just got done watching Gladiator or if it was, I, I don't know exactly why someone would think that and why you'd be thinking of like Hamilton why are you thinking about that twice a week well first of all I went into the fact that I don't work and I have a bunch of <laughs> abundant time so the rabbit holes you can go down on YouTube are nuts uh, but second of all like literally everything when you look around outside like can be attributed to the Romans like roads the like any sort of stadium out there is essentially a watered down version of gladiators in the Coliseum. Like literally, almost everything. My my watch on my wrist was is, is like a sundial for that the Romans invented. Like the Romans have it, their fingerprints on everything. Yeah, I, I have to admit, <laughs> I just don't think that deeply. I, I think, oh, it's Lambeau Field. Oh man, there were some fun games up there. Oh, it's cold. I, I don't think. Boy, Caesar and everybody else had these battles back in the old days, and that's what's led to this. I just uh, maybe I'm just too uh, simple. I guess might be the the best way to put it. But no, I I can't. <laughs> maybe a I couple a too many shots on, on that O line. <laughs> Jeez, I, I have to admit I don't think of sundials if I put a watch on. I don't know. <laughs> that's a stretch there. Man. I'm not sure many people do, but obviously, if well, that's where a watch comes from. And, I know, but like uh, a Coliseum, I could get the tie-in. But like nobody thinks like, oh, look at this portable sundial on my wrist. Oh now. yeah, horticulture. All of a sudden, when it doesn't have a battery, doesn't count. <sighs> <laughs> That's uh, the study of time, and there, it, Jimmy. Mark, we asked this question yesterday, and I, I'm wondering how you got this reputation. That we asked people for a pet peeve of like a a phrase or an idiom that people screw up. And many people chimed in that Mark Tauscher is the biggest uh, perpetrator of, of screwing up uh, idioms and, and phrases. Is that is that what you're known for? I guess I missed this. Uh, I don't think I'm known for that, but I do. 
you guys realize this as you talk a lot on air and, you know, you're just kind of riffing sometimes. I, I have ideas in my head on how I want to phrase things, and I usually will try to put my own spin on it, and sometimes it goes haywire. <laughs> and I do mess things up. And unfortunately, I think part of the problem is I have a co-host that will not let things go, and if I say something incorrectly, he will correct me. And, it, it yeah, it does happen a lot. I'll, I'll say that whoever was texting into you, I think that's we got a couple. Yeah. So what <laughs> yeah, is your favorite? I, I really like Canary in the Coal Mine. That's one that I like right now. I'm using it. It's, it's one I'm using a lot. Do you have a, a phrase that you like to use? Uh, not anything off the top of my head. I mean, you know, the, you can lead a horse to water, but you can't make him drink. That was one today. It was kind of the offensive mind where Matt LaFleur and Aaron Rodgers and, you know, the Jordan Love not checking any plays or doing anything, uh, changing plays at the line of scrimmage. So there's not any, um, any major ones that I can think of off the top of my head. It usually just comes. You know that whole fool me once, shame on me, fool me twice, shame <laughs> yeah. on you type of deal? Yeah. That's, so I know that it's the other way, but once I start talking, <laughs> I don't, you know, my whole point is I want our audience to always just understand where I'm coming from. And it's not always going to be worded perfectly, but I guarantee you when I say that, people that are listening are like, yeah, I get it. I understand what you're saying. Well, that's more important than getting every single syllable correct. Yeah. Like, you stick around and listen to Tosh. The juice will be worth the squeeze, right? Like Matt, Matt yeah, Hamilton's with you. He, uh, well, how do you say it, Wait. Giannis, that's going to pull it. Look, we know who he's talking about. <laughs> we, we know. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, sometimes you just get two birds stoned at Look, once. I don't even try. <laughs> I just say Giannis. <laughs> like. I'm not even going to give it a go. Mark, uh, looking forward to talking to you every single week. Brought to you by our good friends at Chalmers Jewelers. Yeah, head in there. I got that some sundials that are really good on your wrist. You check those out. <laughs> there you go. Thanks, Thanks Romans. <laughs> Thanks, Mark. Uh, we'll catch up with Mark uh, next week. We got Tark, Derek, and Strofe live from Fitchburg at the Great Dane for Great Dane Huddle. They're going to do a little crosstalk with us next. Rutledge and Hamilton. You're listening to Rutledge and Hamilton, presented by Coors Light. The mountains are blue, and we can prove it. Follow the show on Twitter at Jim and Matt. Like normal, technical difficulties with... Uh, <laughs> First half producer, Ryan Wollersheim. Hey, this isn't on me. This is on the field producer, Alex Strofe. Wow, oh, good. That's uh, Honestly, that tracks. We got uh, Jim Carrey and Jeff Daniels on the case here. Dumb and dumber. <laughs> trying to figure out how to get this thing connected and working. This is Rutledge and Hamilton, presented by Coors Light. He's Matt Hamilton. I'm Jim Rutledge. If the mountains are blue, you know what to do. And that's Crush a Coors Light. So now we have Tark Sala, who crushed a lot of Big Ten opponents. is the all-time leader in sacks in UW history. And uh, Derek Engler, crushing folks uh, as a center for the Badgers and the Giants in the NFL. And then Alex Stroff, who crushes nothing. How are you guys doing out there at the Great Dane? What, what, what oh, did I do great. wrong? The sun's out, guns out. We love it here, man. We're Shades fired up. What, what exactly what, did I do hey, wrong? Alex, I, I, I ran in here, and I had no idea. I heard you say, hey, we're going to have a crossover. 
as we're coming from Coach Alvarez, because we had to get some insight, and he, did, he lives, <laughs> you know, not too far from here. And I'm like, Tark, were we supposed to come on early? I had no clue. I, and and Stroh's like, I sent you a text. I'm like, I work. I'm not checking my, my cell phone during the day. <laughs> Full disclosure, so, I knew about this, but I was having too much fun. So, the coach, so guys, so I, first I of all, when are you going to get uh, – When are you, are you guys going to let Alex do a show from Barry Alvarez's cabana, or Maybe. is he not allowed? I don't know how's that go. Well, you got to be 21. I mean, we, we let Jesse fair. Nelson in there, I guess, that, you know. We did, we did set the bar high, so yeah. yeah that's, <laughs> that's true. That's true. Now, earlier today, guys, Matt Hamilton revealed that at 11 o'clock, he, because you talked about working, was cracking a Coors Light, swiffering his house, calling a curling practice, and listening to music on vinyl. So I asked the three of you, what were you doing at 11 o'clock? So we asked our audience, and Matt was the only one that had such a free afternoon. No, there was one other guy who was also listening Oh, a retired guy. You're right. Yeah, yeah. retired guy. Yeah. <clears throat> well, we were having a great day in Pilsner. And uh, uh, not we. I, you got a mouse you, in your pocket? I thought, <laughs> no, you weren't. What? No, I was not there. You I weren't I, there. No, I was. I had. I was in downtown. Oh yeah, great. Yeah. Good for you. Yeah, I was in. A, well, you in, were working. Yeah, I was actually working. Yeah, working. It's hard. That's to get what it happens out. in the same building that we're in now, Tark. That's it. Wait, hold Wait, on Derek, Derek usually buys me lunch, and he wasn't there today, so I went to the Great Dane. <laughs> well, I was there. I was just handling, uh, you know, administrative nightmare, which is always fun for anybody out there that, that deals with that. So, you know what, Matt, God bless you. I don't have an Olympic gold medal. You, yep. you enjoy Matt, that. I, do, I need a broom so I can just, like, you know, swipe away all Derek's issues. Oh, and just, just like you guys do. You're, you're all right, Derek? Everything okay? <laughs> you seem a little fed up today. Yeah, you know what, throw first. I'm glad that I can't hear you in my headset, but it's loud enough. You're talking loud enough that you're, and you're sitting there. Guys, and, Alex yeah. is the loudest talker. He'll be. We have to like tell him to keep it down, like he's a shot, like your children upstairs. Inside like, hey, voice. Inside keep it down. Voice. Yeah, inside voice, Alex. Inside the microphones and are there. Jim, that's saying that, that's rich. Yeah, yeah, that's rich. The microphones are there to project. Hammer. They're, they're there to project. Yeah, this guy. Um, Guys, Badgers, are they going to beat the hell out of Georgia Southern, or are they at least going to show up in the first half? What's going to happen in this game? Well, it, they better. I got to tell you, uh, you know, I was happy in the, happier in the second half that they came back and saw some things that were good. But, you know, this game's really tough to watch because the expectation is to drill Georgia Southern. And if they don't, and they they stumble. It's really frustrating. Yeah, it, so I mean, it's just a really hard to, hard to watch. You want a forty point? Uh, get, send them their check and get them out of Dodge. Um, do our business and and, and go on to Purdue. Um, obviously, uh, you know. And I, I will we'll recap a little bit because we had some insight from our former coach and Coach Alvarez, and and we were on the same page where you know um, our our quarterback play. And I think I heard Mark Tauscher say the same thing in that second half. Let me tell you something. Former quarterbacks, we would have got blown out of Pullman, never mind being in the game. And I'm not going to talk about two non-call safeties and a, and, a, and a fumble that shouldn't have been a fumble, all that. I mean, that changed, the obviously, the game. We came back and fought through that adversity. A terrible offensive line play in the first half. Absolute. I was texting with Ron Stone Sr., his son, Ron Stone Jr., oh, yeah. was owning Nelson. During the game, and I mean, we're—I go—we're making him a first-round pick from a third, fourth-round projected pick. And you played with uh, his dad at with the Giants, Mr. Yeah, he was my right guard. Yeah, absolutely. He's a good friend to this day, and I was texting with him, and I couldn't believe it. I mean, if we don't figure out how to run block from an up stance and still move the line of scrimmage, we're going to have problems. I am very, very, very optimistic about our quarterback and our receivers. There is no question. 
for us, for them to get us back in that game was huge. Yeah, then you have two running backs, right, well, who yeah, are, are, yeah. are potential uh, we, NFL running backs, you know, and we've got to run the ball. That's the bottom line. And then on the defensive side, Jim, you know, yeah. I'm really concerned. And Matt. And Matt. Sorry, Matt. It's all good. So, to, to all the curlers out there, I, I apologize. Yeah. Put some Curling Nation. Some curlers. Curling Nation. We love you. Uh, but, uh, you know, defensively, you know, it, we were rushing three, right? And then the, in the, in I, and I'm, the best I can do to interpret what's going on, we started either blitzing a linebacker or bringing a fourth – and it made a difference in, in that second half, I thought, defensively. But there's still, like, guys running free. Um, you, know, the, them, you know, the quarterback was really good. I, I guess i got to give him credit for that. But for, for receivers to be running free was really frustrating, and then the, running, the quarterback to have discretion on what he wanted to do. we gotta, we got to dial that in a little bit better and, and, and get better because we, we just – we're, we're deficient on defense. Well, like what Coach Alvarez just told us about 20 minutes ago, I mean, it, it's great. You know, we understand, you know, you got to bring 3-4, three, 3-4, four, three, four, three, but once in a while you got to bring 5-6, and then you turn the page. Like, literally, yeah. flip Listen, the script. We know sacks, sacks are great, but pressure is, Amen. is everything. everything. We have no pressure, and that's putting Look what it did to Cam all in the pressure second on half. our secondary. Look what it did to Cam in the second half. It's play from the first half, which we only rushed three the entire first half yeah second half all of a sudden we're bringing four i don't know if we brought five or six I, yeah. i'd have to watch the film to be honest with you but i know we brought four almost every you gotta play. have nick herbig to rush three you know what i mean you gotta Amen. get you gotta get a guy on the edge that's, that's special and we just don't or have a ton a, of fun in the middle yeah. you know like we are we are a, a defensive pressure by you know committee and nobody's really stand up stood out and and, and it, we're not if we don't have that then we've got to bring the house and uh, unfortunately that might put a lot of pressure on the back end but it is what it is you got to set it up like you, coach if you're not said, you any pressure it it's you know a lot of pressure on the back end but a little bit of pressure up front would help <laughs> but anyways yes guys uh we are now out of time but that was fantastic insight matt left See you, Jim. Yeah, see you. Uh, oh, thanks, thanks, guys. Oh, yeah. Way oh. to go. You, you know, Tarek, <laughs> now go, you scroll. offended the curler. Yeah. That Sorry, music means, as you guys always talk over, that music means we got to get out. <laughs> Listen to the great oh, thing. Oh, man. The Bears still suck. Here's what you know, you. Jimmy. <laughs> Turn off their mics. I'm going to tell everyone about Ho-Chunk Gaming Madison because that's where winners go. Winners go to Ho-Chunk Gaming Madison. Go be a winner at Ho-Chunk Gaming Madison. $12 million jackpots last month alone. What are you waiting for? Go be a winner.